Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we're discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Good News. I'm Twanda Black, your host. We talk with folks from all walks of life about their good news, because ultimately it's our good news, and we need some good news in this day and time. So look, sit back, relax, and enjoy this next guest. Hey, everybody. Joining us today is Rico Dawson. He's a singer, songwriter, educator, which I really love. How are you today, Rico? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Let's talk about that singing career. Um, how long have you been singing? Well, I actually, if you want to really go back, uh, I actually started singing. I was the, the entertainment for the family when we were little. So that's when the journey actually began. Uh, and uh, from that point on, um, I went into, um, went, to, went to school. Uh, at Elizabeth City State University and um, just went from there. But let me backtrack. When I was in the military, because I'm an Army veteran, um, I went into this uh, young man by the name of James Davis, and he actually reintroduced me back into music. Mm. Uh, I was singing background for him on his demos, and then he was like, you can do more. So he actually encouraged me to start writing. Um, I wrote my first song at the age of 18 um, and then from that point on I, it just I just I loved it and that that made me transition into uh, after my military service I went to Elizabeth City State University and majored into majored in music industry studies uh, and from that point on I made some I met some amazing people um, two in two in particular my professors who encouraged and pushed me uh, Mr. Bill McGee and Mr. Vincent Corzine. Uh, and then from that point on, I uh, graduated from Elizabeth City State in 1995, and I got an internship at an independent record company. So the journey continues. Uh, and I forgot when I was in college, I was a part of a singing group uh, called Next Episode. It was five right. of us. Uh, <laughs> we performed. Uh, we, we performed. Uh, I wrote most of the songs. I co-wrote, and. Um, we, we were close to getting a deal, but when things happen with money is involved, people's agendas are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, was that like a quartet group or how did that work? What it was a quintet. It was an R&B group. It was, you know, okay. it was during the 90s where the, the R&B um, female and male, sing, uh, male vocalists were, were hot. And the labels were looking for those those type, and we were close. Mm -hmm. But like I said, when, when things when money come up, and you you see the true hearts of people, and uh, the the group disbanded, and um, I went on and graduated, and I went and did my internship at a record company for about five months, and then from that point on, I was showcasing. I showcased in 1998 at the Philadelphia Music Conference. Um, I did some uh, I did some demoing um, uh, uh, North Carolina A&T State University they they had hosted a an event for all the major labels I went to that mm -hmm. um, met some met some movers and some shakers and 
and it was awesome. So it was a great, it's been a great journey. It's been a hard journey. It's been yeah. a lot of, it's been a lot of doors been closed and, um, but I, I just thank God because he closed those doors. It must, he, he know what's behind door number one and two. So <laughs> that's right. That's, so right. We, that's right. So we, that's right. So we have to thank him for, uh, the doors closed as well as the doors that are open. You know, I, I love it that uh, a lot of us creative people and especially singers, dancers, we started in the living rooms with our parents. You know, we would have get togethers. They would make us dance too. <laughs> we either had to dance yeah, or sing. Yeah. And uh, it was just always interesting. So you talk about being so young, uh, getting your first introduction into the business. Um, and, and you, you know, you, you hit it on the head uh, when money is involved. And especially probably during that time, um, you know, people were still doing some really awful things to artists and it still happens today. But I think we're a little bit more educated today than we have ever been. Um, what was one of the hardest lessons that you learned, especially being so young? That this this is a, this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. Ah. And as, as a young as a young artist, you automatically think that you got you got music. You got a demo, you got a great stage presence, then that's all you need. But you got to realize there are hundreds and hundreds of other artists, whether they're solo or group, that is out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, we did a uh, we did a talent show in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and we actually won that talent show. But the the uh, the labels that were there, they were actually at the time looking for female group. We beat a female group out. So they got signed. We won, but they got signed. Yeah. So I was like, hold up. What how wait, we, we won. <laughs> Timing so, is everything. Yeah, and, and that's what the that's what the guy told us. He was like, Y'all sound great, man. He said, But that's not what we're looking for right now. And at wow. the time it has started trending towards female groups. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we we would odd we would our group out, even though we sounded great. That was not what they were looking for. The labels were looking for at the time. So, unfortunately, that's that's what it is. Wow, wow. So, what was one of your most memorable times in the industry, in the music industry, that you will never ever forget? I think going back to the first time I heard one of my songs on the radio. Uh, yeah. we, were, we were fortunate at uh, at our school. We had our own radio station, mm -hmm. and uh, I, uh, my, myself and my brother Richard Ash, uh, we wrote a song for our group called "A Lonely Night." So it was a ballad, and all it had was piano and strings in. Uh, and we get, we did it. We got it recorded because we had our own recording studio at the school. Uh, so all we had to do was uh, get our own engineers. We had student engineers that were brilliant. Uh, mm -hmm. Our engineers. Our engineer was Terrence Lawson, uh, and we, you know, we had to block off time like you do in the in the industry. And we went in there and we recorded. And it's like catching light in a bottle. It's magic. <laughs> and you know, I knew it was going to be something special. The, the, the harmonies were tight. Uh, the piano was just it was just lush, and I was like, wow. So once we got it, we got it mastered and everything. Uh, we have great relationships with the, with our radio station uh, on air personalities. A lot of them were students, so you know you see them on campus and you be like, "Yo, hey, and I got this great song." And they knew we were singing. They mm -hmm. didn't know that we were uh, 
actually writing we were doing other we were doing covers at, at one time but we branched off into writing our own original material so uh i linked up with a couple of guys that were doing the quiet storm and i was like yo man we we got this song listen to it and if you like it man just put us on so that's what they did they liked it they liked the they liked the format they like how every the harmonies and everything and you know we we listening to the quiet storm and and it comes on. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> this is the feeling they say that you feel when you, it's like as a writer and a producer, your songs are your babies. Yeah. And to, to to hear those things uh, for the masses, it's, 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 it's just, it's an awesome feeling. Yes, yes, yes. Now you're also an educator. So talk about what you do, you're teaching uh young people uh so tell us about that i actually i've taught at every grade level you know in the music in music education when you get your licensure it's from k it's k-12 so that means you can teach the babies all the way up to the high school and i have been fortunate enough i have taught every grade level Uh, i started off as an educator teaching uh k-5 uh kindergarten through fifth grade and then I needed another challenge and I transitioned to the high school level. Uh, mm-hmm. And I taught at the high school level, course director um, for eight years at two different uh, two different high schools. And then I just recently went to the middle school level. So I'm actually at a middle school uh, teaching course. So I, I've touched all of it. And you know, the only difference is the, vo- the voices, uh, what they can do vocally. But the right. kids that really love it, they're enthusiastic, and they they just they they just want to be. That's what they do. That's right. That's right. So now you um, your current album is supposed to be. What, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Supposed to be. <laughs> what does that mean to you? That song actually, and I was telling somebody else uh, when I originally decided to step out on faith because. Originally, I wanted to be a songwriter, but that's not what God wanted me to do. And mm-hmm. I remember on the journey, I would let this the song, the first song that I did was Keep Your Head Up, actually. And um, I would I sent the demo out to labels and I was shopping it as a song, as, as being, being a songwriter. And everybody was coming back like, do you, uh, one guy I sent it to Interscope Records and they were like, do you need management? I was like, no. I'm not an artist, I'm a songwriter. It was like, you're an artist. I'm like, no. And I was like going back and forth, like, no, I'm not. I'm I'm songwriter. <laughs> so um they people saw that in me before I did. And I know I know uh, I originally started off in my journey as an artist, but I had stepped away and stepped behind the scenes because I just love the songwriting process. I loved it. So I never thought saw myself again as an artist until I stepped out. Uh, so um, getting back to uh, supposed to be, I actually wrote that song. Uh, the album was done in 2019, but God, he's he's an awesome God. He, he took it's three of the songs that he took three songs. He was like, it's like I was God was talking to me. He's like, no, take that song out, take that song out, and then he gave me supposed to be. So actually the song was, the album was pushed back and, I'm, and I didn't understand why God was doing that. But then uh, these things started happening, social injustice. 
um, Amar Arbery, uh, George Floyd. And then all of these things will happen around me. And then and God began to give me the, the, the words and the, and the melody. And I say, I understand that. So I started crafting a song. And, and the song is talking about how we should treat each other. Um, mm -hmm. And it's not about the color of your skin. It's the content of your character. Mm -hmm. uh, and never judge a book by its cover. Um, and, and a lot of times people uh, do that and they have not had a conversation with the person. So now, if you don't have a conversation with a person, how do you know that person? So that's where that song came from, supposed to be. Uh, um, and once it was crafted and everything, I understood what God was trying to do. So do you write all of your music? Yes, I write all of my music. Tell about your, your writing process, songwriter. Tell about that process of, of writing. Well, it all, you know, and I, and, and people, when I tell people this, some people think that I'm just trying to be super spiritual, but I'm not. I, I get, I get everything from the Lord. Um, I wrote a, I won, uh, one of the songs that's on the album called The Moment, and it's basically talking about how at the end of our journey, we're standing before God and he's judging us. And how do we want to be judged? And I was, I got the idea for that song. I was outside cutting grass and trimming my hedges in my front yard. And God began to give me the song. And I was like, oh, okay, I stopped. And he just was giving it to me. So I, I stopped what I was doing and I ran in the house and I started humming what he had given me. And then I came back and started crafting the song. So it all depends on what God, I mean, cause God, and I tell people all the time, God is my co-producer. You know, mm -hmm. whatever he whatever He wants, that's what he's gonna get. You know, we have to be obedient. Uh, people of God that are psalmists and minstrels, we have to be led by the spirit. And we can't, and, and a lot of times when we go off on our own, we're left on our own. So we mm -hmm. have to be led because, because our, our, our messages are important to God's people. And when we do our own thing, it has no substance. Wow. Did you get a lot of writing done during COVID when everything was shut down? Yes, I did. I, I, I used that, uh, I used that time to really uh, craft other songs, songs for other artists. Um, I just, I worked, I worked, you know, I used that time. I didn't sit by idly and and uh, worry about what was going on. And a lot of times God uses those moments to give his people an opportunity to do whatever he has them doing in the venue. You need to still be working because the souls are the souls are important. So that's yes. what I did. I did a lot of recording. I did a lot of writing uh, and even worked on the second second album. So I, I, I was really working. So you are ready for the second album. That is phenomenal. Um, right. The single from this album that you're working right now is called So Good. So tell us right. about that. I just, like I said, you know, I just, one day I was in my house and I was just reflecting on, and it's almost like a movie. God shows you your journey and, and he shows you places that you were, be, you were when you were in your foolish self. 
and you shouldn't have been there. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm being honest. And, it's the truth. And, and you could have been dead. You know, I know for a fact, I've, I've been places before I gave my life to the Lord that I could have easily been killed. And uh, even in the military, uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, I was uh, I was in the Gulf War. A lot of uh, a lot of soldiers did not make it back. And I'll never forget we were sitting uh, before we went into Kuwait. We were sitting in a, a meeting with our uh, our commander, our command sergeant major, and he told us he said some of you may not come back. And that hit home. I was like, whoa. That was real. And I, I, I was like, I'm going to do everything I need to do to come back. Um, so, yeah, that that's a that's a moment where yeah. it's, it's real. It, it becomes yeah. real. Yes, yes, yes. I come from a military family, so I understand that. And we've been blessed that everybody has come back. They may not have come back the same, but they came back, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah, that's well, a whole whole another area of being in the military life, you know. Yeah, whether whether you're actually in battle or you you're in the you're in the front line or whatever, you are never the same. Because I I know that one thing uh, I know I was grateful, and I and I I thought about the ones that did not come back, either in one piece. Or the ones, I mean, people, unfortunately, this is the bad side of, or the dark side of war. Some people come back in body bags. That's right. And, you know, I, I just, I prayed and I just thought, I thank God that I came back in one piece. And then I just thought about those families that when you see the guy coming up in the class A uniform, during wartime, he's coming to inform you that your either your your loved one is missing in action. Right. Or and I, you know, it, it just hits home. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, our, our thoughts and prayers are always with um, our soldiers who are serving in different parts of the country, even when it's not wartime, even when we're right. not in war, we should be yes. praying for our, our men and women uh, who are out there. So, so Rico, uh, new album, supposed to be new single, so good. Tell folks, how to get more information about you and how to get your new music. I actually have uh, social media. I have my Facebook page, Rico Dawson Music. Um, and you can go there. I'm always updating um, events of where, what I'm doing. Uh, my social media, um, Twitter, uh, at Rico Dawson Music, and then uh, Instagram at Rico Dawson Music. So I'm always posting stuff, uh, and then my uh, my my project is on all the major digital platforms. Mm -hmm. um, and if you want to preview it, you can go to my website uh, www.reverbnation.com forward slash Rico Dawson, and you can go there and preview uh, the, the music. And if you like it and it blesses you, I would love love for you to so. Are you touring this summer? Uh, I'm, that's what I'm trying to, I'm in the process of trying to do that right now, trying to get some some opportunities to minister uh, because I know that is the next step. Um, and like I said, when when God is, you know, orchestrating everything, he takes you out of your comfort zone because for a while I have been in the background, you know, and just 
doing things, writing uh, and producing. But, you know, when God have need of your, your gift, um, he push you. It's almost like he's pushing you out front. And That's I right. feel his hands pushing, <laughs> pushing me out. Front. And it feels uncomfortable. It does. But I trust him because he's never failed me. He knows what's best for me. And I'm just I'm just going to trust him even when I can't trace him. That's right. That's right. Uh, everybody, Rico Dawson, you see his information scrolling at the bottom. If you want to reach out, if you'd like um, to learn more about his music. Uh, Rico, thank you so much for taking time out with us today. We really appreciate you and Godspeed on the journey. Thank you very much. Ah, I love that. He's such a great artist. To be a guest on the show, you can email me at twandablack at thepgnetwork.org or good news at thepgnetwork.org. You can watch the show via PGN TV and on all digital streaming apps. Visit us at pgntv.org. Hey, and we'll see you next time for some good news. God bless. <laughs>